So we're holding by Perchav Pasuk Tezayim. We learned previously that Yoyinasan makes a final request from David at the end of his words that uh, David do chesed, according to some of Farshim, with Yoyinasan himself, but certainly with Yoyinasan's descendants um, after him, when, when David is in, is in power. So Pasuk Tezayim, Vayichros Yoyinasan and Beis David. Yoyinasan now enters into a, a bris, a covenant, with the household of David. According to the Radak, the Ralbag, and the Abarbanel, Yonasan now, after uh, pleading with David that David do chesed with and protect Yonasan's children, Yonasan now promises to reciprocate and protect the base David, protect David's household from Shaul while Shaul's in power. So that while Shaul's in power, Yonasan will look after David's interests, and then when David eventually becomes the Melech, he should reciprocate and look after Yonasan's interests. According to the Kliyakar, literally, Yonah's son is making a bris with David's household, meaning with David's family, that not only was, must, must David do kindness with Yonah's son and his family, but also David's family. Now, Das Eifem points out that the bris between Yonah's son and David has tremendous repercussions, even to today. Because it all, it initially, it started as a bris, as a covenant between two individuals, but the, the commitment expands, even their descendants, when the um, ten shvatim split up from the two shvatim, right? And the Malchi Yisrael break away from the Malchi Yehuda. The two shvatim that stay together are Yehuda, the descendants of David, and Binyamin, the descendants of Yonason. They honor that commitment, that bris that started between David and Yonason, and they stick together. So that later on, when the ten shvatim go into Golis, and many of them are lost, and maybe some are brought back, but the majority of Klai Yisrael today is made up of people from Shevet Yehud and Shevet Binyamin. So we see that the bris that Yonis and David made was so strong that it, that it lasts and it has the repercussions that last even to, to Klai Yisrael today. So back in the Pasuk, Vayichas Yonasan and base David, Yonasan seals a bris with the house of David, Ubike Shashem Miyat Oive David. And uh, Yonasan then says that may Hashem take punishment, may Hashem exact punishment from the enemies of David. So the, according to Mitzudas, Yonasan is adding these words because it's a tefillah that Yonasan is saying that Hashem should take Nekama against David's enemies, even though, says Rabbi Yishaya, he knows that it includes his father Shaul, but nevertheless he gives David this bracha. The Rabak says that Yonason was even adding himself, and he's saying that if he somehow break, betrays David and betrays the bris, then he himself should be considered the Oyve David that Hashem should uh, take uh, Nekama from. The, um, according to Rashi, the words, um, I'm sorry, first of the Malbim, the Malbim says that the Pasuk is saying that aside from uh, committing himself to help David, he also calls on Hashem to help David as well, take Nikama against David's enemies. Now Rashi learns that the word Oyve David is a euphemism for David himself, similar to what we find in the Gemara, that the Gemara says Sarni Yisrael refers to Klai Yisrael themselves. So Rashi learns that Yonason is saying that if David himself doesn't uphold the bris, then Hashem should punish him. And Rashi says that this actually happens in Shmuel Beis. We will see that when Avshalom uh, uh, chases David and David runs out of Yerushalayim. So Mephibosheth, who is Yonason's son and heir, he stays behind. Tziva, the servant of and the manager, servant of Mephibosheth, and also the manager of Shaul and Yonason's estate, uh, uh, accuses Mephibosheth of being a traitor. 
to David and following Avshalom. And David responds by taking away half of Mephibosheth's property and giving it to Tziva. That was considered a breach of the bris between David and Yohan's son. So the punishment that was, that was called upon now of Vikei Shashem Yaroivei David, says Rashi, came true when Abbasco calls out and says, well, since you split the estate of Mephibosheth, so you, your Malchus is also going to be split into following Shlomo Melech when, as we said, the Malchus draw break away. So that was a kiyam, says Rashi, of the, this right here, David, that since David breached the covenant, Yonah's son here calls on Hashem to hold David responsible. David. once again made David swear. out of his love for him, for he loved him as he loved himself. And as we pointed out, it's called an avas nafshay, nefesh, because it was a spiritual love. It was no physical uh, component like there is a physical component when a husband loves a wife. Here it was completely spiritual. What was the point of Yonason making David repeat the Shvuah, says the Mitsudas, because Yonason asked David to repeat the Shvuah, not because he was afraid David was going to break the Shvuah, but because he loved David and enjoyed saying that David would be the Melech and would be in a position to do chesed to Yonason. So even though, and again, we see the Tzitkas of Yonason, that even though he was being replaced by David, and that was his role that was being um, um, taken by David, but nevertheless, out of his love for David, he enjoyed saying the fact that David was going to be the Melech. Now we begin the actual words of the Aftaira. Yonason says to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and you will be remembered because your seat will be empty. So the Mitzudah says that after entering into a bris with David, Yonason now responds to David. David said back in Pasuk Yud, he said, Mi yagid li. Who will tell me the response? So Yonason now says, that Yonason now is, is, is responding of exactly how he's going to get word to David. The Babinel says that, that that question that David had could have had one of two meanings. That, that question that David asked in Pasuk Yod of Mi Yagedli Oy Mi Yancha Vicha Kasha. So, possibility number one was that David could have been asking whether Yonason would reliably report what happened, what Charles' reaction was. So till now, Yonason was answering by swearing his loyalty to David that he would not hide from him anything. The second thing that David might have been asking is how Yonason would inform David, how would he communicate with him? So that's what Yonason is now going to address, how he's going to communicate. Now, the Abbas Yonason says the reason why Rosh Chodesh was used as the test was that David did not know whether Shaul was acting on his own motivation or it was because of the Ruach Ra, the spirit of melancholy. Now, the reason why he chose Rosh Chodesh is that apparently this spirit of melancholy does not have Kayach on Shabbos, Yom Tov, and Rosh Chodesh. So David said that he's going to be absent one of these times um, when the Ruach Ra won't be there, and then he'll be able to judge whether it's coming from Shaul or coming from the Ruach Ra, because the Ruach Ra won't have any Kayach. He chose specifically Rosh Chodesh as opposed to Shabbos and Yantif because it would be inappropriate to hide in the fields. Now, I will point out that even though this is the Havas Yonasan, it goes against what we said previously that the other Mepharshim learned that it was the, it, entirely the Ruach Ra that was causing Shaul to chase David. And that's why when the, the, the Ruach Nevuah came on him, he stopped chasing David. So this Havas Yonasan would have trouble explaining uh, being in line with those other Pshatim. Another reason why David chose the Sudas Rosh Chodesh to skip as opposed to some regular weekday meal, is that if he missed a weekday meal, Shaul might have assumed that David was fasting. But fasting is also on Rosh Chodesh, and so Shaul would recognize that David was purposely staying away and avoiding him, and would ask about it.
Now, at the end of the Pasuk, V'nefkadeta, you'll be remembered, Ki Yipakit Moshevecha. So the Mishpat Zov says that here, Yonason is formally granting the, uh, 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 granting David permission to skip the feast, which again, we said that, uh, David formally asked Yonason to grant, and now Yonason is granting it. Now, the Avas Yonason says that it's important what Yonason says about Ki Yipakit Moshevecha, your seat will be empty, that it had to be specifically that the seat was empty, because if someone else was going to sit in David's seat, then you, you're not going to notice. The seat is filled. You're not going to notice that, that, that there's someone missing. But if the seat is specifically empty and vacant, then it's going to stand out. And not only is it going to stand out, but it's going to indicate that people specifically were avoiding see, sitting in that seat in honor of David. If Shaul interprets that as honor due to a future king, then and that makes him angry, then we know that, that Shaul is interpreting David as a threat. 